What does it feel like to lose a $20 million business? Well, it, it really sucks the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to From Fear Into Action, where we have evolutionary conversations with conscious entrepreneurs. Sometimes all you need are the right tips at the right time with a little mindset magic, which is exactly what you are about to get. Now, here are your hosts, Julian Knoll and Heather Porter. Welcome back, everybody. We are here with you again in episode number three. Hello, hello, Julian. Well, hello, hello, Heather. <laughs> I am so excited about this next guest. Who is this next guest? Ah, uh, look, he's the one and only Domingo Silvers, the third. That's right, not the first, not the second, but the third. Look, I really love the Shine community. It's a community that really spans the globe. And um, we get access and support from the, some of the most amazing people. And Domingo Silvers III is one of them. He's an extraordinary human being, first of all. He's kind of this uh, warm-hearted, passionate, soft, gentle lion of a man um, who was an extraordinary entrepreneur. And what I mean by extraordinary is he's only 42, by the time he was 40, he had built from scratch eight businesses. Five of those were multi-million dollar businesses. And by age 40, he had sold one of his businesses for 57 million US dollars. And I think that's quite extraordinary. And Domingo understands the process of business. But the thing that I love about Domingo is he is warm, he is open, He's really caring. He's a profound listener and a really deep human being. So um, I feel really, really treasured to have him in my life. He's a very dear friend and and uh, a mentor. You know, as well, what I love about him is there's all these little sneaky facts that were coming up when you <laughs> introduced me to him. I, I was looking him up sort of online. And did you know that he developed flight systems for fighter jets and even contracts with NASA for technology? Like, did you know this stuff? Yes, I knew that stuff. This, yeah, that's <laughs> unbelievable. Like, this guy is... So, his. you'll hear about his story as well. You know, we're, we're going to get behind his story when we talk to him here in a second. But, my gosh, like, seriously, what this guy has done, is, it's just mind-boggling. And you would never know it when you're talking to him. He, he's the most friendly, unassuming human being ever. That's really, really true. Yeah. <laughs> what else? What else could you say? What else? What other other, other little goody little facts here? Um, so, <laughs> one of his companies that he built. So check this out. So one company began with an idea written on a cocktail napkin, where only a few years later it was sold for eight figures. How's that? Wow. <laughs> I want. I would like that uh, cocktail napkin. Thanks. You're in the zone right now, guys, who you don't know. So Ju Julian has this thing where he calls people like our shinepreneurs, he calls them shiny. So he's always hanging out with these shiny, amazing people. And he just told me about three shiny people he's met um, that literally I'm going to say they're symbolically going to be your cocktail napkin because you're in that zone right now, I think. 
Why, thank you very much. <laughs> so, so, guys, I guess what we'll do now is we're gonna we'll get uh, Domingo here on with us, and we'll dive deep into some great questions with him. And I know that, you know, just from the short time I've spent with him, that you're gonna get totally, you know, amped up and excited about your business and feeling like you're not alone and you are totally on your right path when you're done with this little conversation with him. So, are we ready to welcome him on, Julian? You good to go? We are. Let's go. All right, so welcome to the session or the episode, Domingo. All right, so we are so excited to welcome you to our session, Domingo. Welcome to our our podcast. Welcome. We love having you here. Uh, I'm so excited to be here. Yes, and I second that, Heather. So, (laughs) Domingo, you know, I I know um, that you run mentorship circles and, uh, like, you know, mastermind groups with really amazing entrepreneurs. And I know that for you, mentorship is really important. Um, I want to jump right off and ask you, what do you see are the two main mistakes that emerging entrepreneurs make? That's a really good question. And... um I, I, one of them is for sure is not seeking mentorship. You know, um, a lot of us as entrepreneurs, we go through this journey and we, for some reason, we think we're on our own. And it may be the fact that most of our entire lives as children, as we go through college or education and we go into the workforce, that we feel that we're on a lonely journey in a way. But once you reach out, once you're able to go out and get the mentor that you're looking for, I think mentorship is really big. I think, uh, Uh, A lot of entrepreneurs will uh, have those aha moments like, oh, I didn't know that if they had a mentor. So I definitely think that's one. The second one um, would be uh, not believing in themselves enough, Mm. but not believing that they're the ones that actually can do the journey that they chose that they're on. And and that to me is a a big one for, for, for entrepreneurs because they're they're given that special light. They're given that special purpose. And then they keep asking me, well, why me? Not why not him? You know, and even though they're enthused about it, they just for some reason believe they're just not the person to do it. And when they are, it's a matter of belief. Um, so I think those, you know, I could probably name several more, but those are the two most powerful ones I can think of right now. That's interesting that that um, that really both of them, both of what you've said, are to do with the internal journey, and uh, I find that fascinating. That you didn't say, "Oh, it's not enough money," or "It's not enough clarity around their branding," or you know, "It's not about having the right team." That it comes down to self belief and and leadership and and guidance. Um, my next question would then be, in terms of people's self-doubt or lack of belief, what do you see is the antidote for that? I, 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 that answer is very difficult for me to answer because I think everybody's antidote is a little bit different. Mm. Um, for me, I, 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 I had to figure out that no matter what happens every day in my life, the sun goes up and the sun goes down mm. and life continues on. So it's a decision that either I jump on my own path and move forward, believe that I'm worthy of the same riches, not financial and not I'm talking about the same riches, life riches, you know, love and and happiness and and self-purpose. 
um, I'm entitled that just like everyone else. And um, I think I think we just have to find that well, that initially it's that one thing. It's just that one thing that allows you to take that first step. If you can find that one thing that helps you take the first step, I think that's where then you start really and start believing yourself. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs make a mistake by not celebrating all your wins. Mm. See, a lot of us have a we have a vision that we want to uh, I'm going to be a millionaire. Just be happy you made 100 grand. Be happy you made 10 grand this month. Be happy you made $200 today. Celebrate those journeys because when you become a millionaire, you'll be su- you'd be surprised like, "Well, okay, I'm here now. What do I do?" You, you know, you, you forget about the celebration. And life is about celebration no matter the big wins. And so I think entrepreneurs need to recognize that and I really try to express that within every group that I get involved in because um, you know, even when someone says, hey, I made my first $10 sale online, fantastic. You know what that means? That you can do another one just like it and another one and another one. And then you'd be surprised at how many other faces say, you're right, this is possible. And it's, it's one of those things. I, it's just, it's really, I'm, I'm really big on that. You know, celebrate the wins. And you, you've started um, mastermind groups and... Um what was the idea behind that, and what what value do you see in people belonging to mastermind groups and and communities? Communities are big. Um, I believe that as an entrepreneur, as you're seeking knowledge, knowledge comes within not only within yourself but from outside from your influences. So putting yourself in the right community is big. And that means like, for example, you know, you don't, um, you don't want to become a carpenter. You don't become a carpenter and then go to an electrician school. Mm. You know, that, that, may not, that may not work for you. Um, but if you were to become a carpenter and you want to become a carpenter and you went to carpenter school and then you learned and you met other people, you'd be surprised how much community really helps you from self-development to business development down to um, a lot of um, community development, which is, I think, is a really big part of everyone's journey is how do you actually contribute within that group? Because you're never you're never really alone. I think that's one of the biggest lessons I learned this year is that everything you do affects at least one person. And if it's you and another person, then you just started something, and that and that very much could be a community that changes people's lives. So um, I think mentorships, masterminds, communities are essential. For entrepreneurs, especially in today's age, um, to be a part of it and be acceptance of it and find the right ones that help you develop who your true purpose is meant to be. How do you find the right ones? I think this is such a, an important question because there's these moments, right, as, as business owners where we can get sort of lonely or excited about our ideas. We want to share them, but we're not sure who to share them with. If somebody were, you know, obviously we have our community here of Shinepreneurs, and I know you have your gorgeous community, but if somebody is, is seeking a community, where do they start? What are they looking for, do you think? I think the first part is, and down deep inside, everybody knows what they're missing, Okay. Um, it's just a, it's just a matter of doing, are we listening to ourselves. But it, our bodies, our minds, our soul has a way of finding 
what is missing or that gap with the, that's within our our growth potential. So I always say that um, you know you got to be open minded. Don't don't go in with an objective. Some people actually go into okay, I'm coming here because I want to leave with this. Mm. When when actually that's not what you need. So I always when I tell entrepreneurs, I said be open about it. Uh, the other day, um, I'm working with one of my students, and he's like, hey, someone invited me to this event. you think I should go? I said, yes, I think you should go. And he goes, well, I don't think it's what I need. I said, trust me. Just go with an open mind. Just do it for me as a favor. When he got back, he met three people that literally changed his, changed his life in the next week. And he would have never met those people if he didn't just have the open mind to actually go and allow the universe to find what you really truly need. And it may take a little time. It may take time for you to go to one community and say, okay, this may not be a fit at this purpose in my life or at this point. And then you just go to another. But as uh, when it comes to finding a mentor, like, that's a community, but when finding a mastermind or a mentor, you have to make sure that that person not only has their purpose in life put together, but they're willing, they're there and willing to be a part of your purpose of life and guide you through it as well. I think there has to be a big balance in that. Speaking of guiding, uh, you know, just the other day I was reading a book or I think it was a podcast I was actually listening to about that sort of those common caps that we reach as entrepreneurs, you know, that, that whole understanding of it's hard to push forward a million dollars in revenue and it's hard to then break three million and it's hard to break 10. I think those are the ones they were talking about. Um, what's your take on that, Domingo? And did you ever experience these sorts of caps in your in your growth, in your business and how did you get through them? I, <laughs> um, I was thinking about this the other day because I, I, I think about my journey a lot so, so I can never, hopefully, I, hopefully never forget it. And I remember when I was young, I was sad, I think 18 years old, and one of the one of the jobs I had was I was a pizza delivery guy, yeah. And and so I delivered pizzas, and then but I was making I don't know three seventy five an hour plus tips, and and I wanted more. I was like I need I, I'm worth more. I need more. So I want to make five dollars. I want to be a cook. Well, I've never cooked before, but that's okay. I'm going to do it. So I went to the manager and say I want to become a cook, and he goes okay, become a cook. Well, it, what's interesting is that. The caps are only there if you if you don't if if you see them as a limit. I see them if you see them as an opportunity. It's a different feeling. It's a different approach. When hmm. a limit is something that you go up against and you're like, I can't break through this. But a uh, but a goal or a opportunity is like, okay, let's make it happen. And when you break through it and when you make it, you're like, yes, I knew I can do it. Now let's go for the next one. And so I saw, I started realizing that within four months, I became the manager of the store. I never managed the store in my life. And I became the manager. And within six months, I became the area manager managing 10 stores mm. at 19 years old. Wow. And so you, if you had to break that down, it's just because my belief was that I can do it. And that I didn't see any limits or caps in front of me. I just saw opportunities, and I, I didn't allow, I didn't allow my lack of experience, my lack of understanding, my lack of cooking, my lack of running a store, to stop me. I was willing to take the opportunity and learn from it. And it, and then I really, 
went down the path. And I think after that, um, I no longer saw caps. I saw opportunities. And I just go for an opportunity when I see one. Very good distinction. That reminds me of a story when somebody said to me, um, imagine if you, you know, we should all strive to be taxed a million dollars because if you get a million dollars in tax, then you know you're doing really well. <laughs> so it's like flipping, <laughs> flipping the story around, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, sort, of, sort of based on that and, and, and you know, no, no limits and limitless thinking, what would you say was the best business decision you ever made? Uh, okay, I'm going to just be honest here. Yeah. Uh, the best business decision I ever made was listening to my wife. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. That's Honestly, the best good. decision in life. <laughs> I, you know, I, I just have to say, you know, when you have that other person in your life, that significant other, someone who's been through a journey, we, my wife and I have been together uh, 20, you know, we've been married 21 years. We've been together 23 years. Um, and... I could remember, actually, we always discuss things, but, you know, her journey is her journey, my journey is mine. But sometimes um, your significant other or that person or that partner has a different view on things. And you're sometimes too much in it to see the possibilities. And she always came at it from a very loving and honest, which is some of the things that you always want someone to be with you. You know, you want people to be honest with you. They want you to, you know, truthful and coming from a loving and caring place. And when I started realizing that's where she's coming from and that's where her her different views or mentorships were coming from, um, it really started changing the way I used to see things. So if I had to translate that into every entrepreneur out there, it may not be your spouse. It may not be your significant other, but it may be uh, a parent or a loving friend or just a loving partner. Uh, business partner, but um, that's I have to say was a, a big a big shift for me. And I guess the converse to that is what would be probably the worst business decision you ever made, and what did you learn from that? Hey, and, and this is going to sound. After everything I just said, this is going to sound a little negative, but I also want to keep this conversation very real. Mm. Um, you have to, in business, um, it, the times where, there's a lot of times where you can do business with people and you can shake the hand and believe that's we ha we're in agreement. Mm. And that's good. My word is my bond. Okay. And everybody has that intention when they meet you. And it's not like they come at you at a, at a, all at a negative way. But I used to make a lot of those business deals where I shake your hand and I stick to my word. But life happens. Situations happen. And I, I, I learned very early in life that I can't make all my decisions. I can't make all my business deals that way. I have to ha be in a complete agreement um, with the other person. I have to have an agreement in place where where he knows, where they know where they stand, where I stand, and it's, uh, it's documented so that the truth and the honor of our agreement is in place. Um, and it's there not only to protect you, but protect others. And, what, and I, that's how I 
ended up losing. Um, and this is, you know, this is a, a very painful lesson and early on in my entrepreneurial life, but it's how I lost a $20 million business because I had, I had a shake, a handshake deal with somebody and they literally took, took the business from me. Um, so I just tell people like, you know, come with integrity. Um, but there's nothing wrong putting it on a piece of paper and making sure that everybody is in an agreement. Cause that still is an integrity. That's still truth. But you know, you want to protect not only yourself, but protect the other person uh, across mm. the table from you as well. Mm. Wow. What does it feel like to lose a twenty million dollar business? Well, it, it really sucks the next day. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. And and it takes a little sting. Um, it takes a little sting, but. Uh, you know, I believe, as I'm, I believe every lesson uh, there is something learned to learn from, and and that was one of them. That was one of them. That's when I find I learned about, um, you know, trust and and partnerships. Um, but the interesting thing is, it's just like when uh, the the common saying: if you made a million once, you'll make a million again. Mm. And um, and. The, the key out of that is you have to remember that all you all you lost at that moment, and it, it kind of sounds weird when I say it, all you lost was money. You didn't lose your skill set. You didn't lose your leadership capabilities. You didn't lose um, opportunities in front of you. Um, you didn't lose all that. You just lost mm. the money. Mm. So, And money can be made and fabricated by efforts. So just get back on the horse. And happen again. That's why when you say when you make your first million, the second million is easier. Well, it's because you got the knowledge. So yeah, it 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 really is a, a negative feeling, and it and it took me, you know, a few months to get on my horse again. But um, you you definitely can get back on it. You definitely can make it happen, and and you and you will. So it's quite an emotional journey, isn't it? Being an entrepreneur. Yes, it is an emotional journey. Um, I think I think emotion. There's every. I'm I'm a very emotional person. I'm in touch with my emotions very much. I'm I'm the one in the movie theaters when there's a sad scene that I'm the one with the tears, you know, coming down my eyes and my kids looking at me like, "Oh, Dad, come on, please, I really." Love that. Oh. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just it. it, it it's one of those things I'm, I can relate yeah. and I can understand and, and, uh, and I've had that feeling before and it's okay to be that. I mean, it really is. Um, and I think, uh, I think emotions is a big part of, of growth. Right. So on, on your hardest days, like when you lost the, that business or even just now when you have one of those days where you lost a deal or a client is you know, hard to deal with or whatever it is that comes up on our entrepreneurial roller coaster ride. What keeps you going? I would have to say that my journey, my journey in this world, um, uh, it's one of those things that it's unwritten. It's in, I can see every day that I get up, uh, I learn, I learn something new. And I can see my chapters in my book being written as I go, mm. and it, and it's really and I, it's really fascinating to kind of see 
you know, I'm about to turn 42 in the next three months. Um, it's fascinating to see what the next 20 years has for me. Um, and, you know, you have the goods and the bads. I mean, it can get really bad for people. Um, I've been there. Um, I get it, you know, and you feel alone. But it's not, it's, your journey's not over, you know. Um, you, you just have to see that you have everything possible in front of you to, to just write your story, continue your story, and make a, make a difference not only in your, your life and others. And other people, and, and see, most people, and most people think that entrepreneurship is a lonely journey, but it's not. Your story is being written as you go through your journey and other people are reading and learning from it. So you're impacting people's lives without even knowing it. There's people that are watching you, that meet you, that shake your hand on your journey, that while you say this one word, that will go back and change their lives. We've had lots of people in our lives that have done that for us. Yeah. Somebody who, uh, the other day, I went through um, a Chick-fil-A and I went to the window and he says, hey, the guy in front of you paid for your meal. And I was like, wow. what? And he goes, yes. The other guy in front of you, and he, they drove off. And I'm like, but this is my meal. Did they make a mistake? And they're like, no, he wanted to pay for your meal. And so I said, you know, I said, you know what? I really appreciate it. Uh, let me pay for the guys behind me. And so it does make a change in someone's life. And, and it impacted me for that moment to realize, wow, that is really neat. Someone just took care of me for a moment. But I'm in a position to take care of somebody else as well. So let me pass it on. And you just don't know how that really affects the person behind you or the person, even at the window, the guy saying, wow, you really want to do this too? His view on life is like, wow, there's people out there that are really taking care of others. So it's amazing how your story influences others, people's chapters in their books that are being written. And I think if we can all make the right decisions and, and start moving in the right direction, it's this this entire story that we live in is going to be a it's going to have a just a fascinating um, fascinating chapters continue going on and it's just it's amazing. Domingo, have you heard of the one percent rule online? I'm just curious. The one percent rule. Um, I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell everybody what it is. I'm just curious if you're taking it because I know you play in the online space like me and the story you were just telling made me think of it. So it's basically that 1% of online users or visitors to your website or visitors to your social media will actively engage, whereas 99% will only lurk. You sit back, quietly watch. And I wanted to bring that up because what you were saying is that living by example, going through those hard moments, writing the chapters of your book are actually touching more people than you could ever imagine. Just in the same way when you put content online, it's touching more people than you ever could possibly imagine. Yes. Um, I, 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 you know, I've never actually heard it in that way. Um, and I like that. I like mm. the fact that um, I like that one because there's always an, the, the reason why I didn't know how to answer is because there's that 1% rule that one percent of all the people in the world uh, are are are, um, are millionaires or something like that, and there's oh, is it, there, it was yeah. had something to do with finances. But yeah. the the way you talk about it, I agree. I agree. It's just it's it's someone's listening to something that you said or wrote 
um, they're going to come along. They're going to make an introduction. They're going to make some sort of influence. And your life is going to change someone. And and I just think that's I think that's one of our true purposes in life is just to make an impact in this world, but not knowing what the impact's going to be. And that you don't need to know that you you know you meeting one person gave 20 people down the line uh, food. You just need to know that you're touching people and lives are being changed because of either something you're saying, something that you're doing, or just being present. And I think that's, to me, a very powerful a powerful purpose. Beautifully said. Mm. 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 Wow. <laughs> I love I love our chats because when Julian goes, hmm, wow, he, you can tell he's gone onto a whole other plane of, of impact to the world. Am I right, Julian? You're sitting there thinking, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what I love about these conversations is um, uh, they open up such deep layers of humanity. Yeah. And there's so much, um, you know, especially I think the entrepreneurs in the Shine community, they are really deep human beings, first and foremost. You know, they're people who have gifts and who have an understanding of business and have an understanding of uh, the impact one human being can have on another and, and how you really exemplify that, um, Domingo, and how that really plays in the forefront of what it is you do. So although you've created these, you know, many multi-million dollar businesses, there's just such a humanity in in operation uh, for you. Uh, and I'm just sort of wondering, who has inspired you on your journey? Who are the people you held out um, that you wish to exemplify and the ones that really deeply impacted you? You know, it took me a while to ask me to, to be able to answer that because when I was going through entrepreneurship, when I was very much younger. Um, oh, you can't was, get much younger. You're only 42. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even, you haven't even earned the right to say that yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I was a little younger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I used to believe that I didn't need mentorship and I didn't need this. I can do it on my own. I had that. That's why I speak from experience. I felt I was one of those lonely ones that I can, I can do this on my own. I don't need any guidance. Um, but you know, I, then I started, I sat back and I think it was about five years ago when someone invited me to speak on stage and I happened to get a chance to speak in front of uh, several thousand entrepreneurs. And the night before I kind of had to come up, I had a whole presentation in place and um, at the last minute I felt the presentation wasn't right. And so I recreated a completely new one. But when I was on stage um, talking about my presentation that I didn't even remember what the next slide was, I started talking about my life. And, uh, and I have to say my life, a lot of my life is based around my parents. Um, and what I mean by that is my father, immigrant, sixth grade education, um, you know, served in Vietnam, very, very tough, tough individual, um, protected us, did everything um, for us. But one of the things he ever, he, the most powerful thing he ever accomplished, what he, you know, he worked for 30 years straight without calling in sick. Mm -hmm. And that to me 
is a lot of dedication and a lot of, um, you know, I'm going to get the job done kind of feel. And I feel that's influenced me quite a bit. And, and there's a lot in my mom that has influenced me as well. And so there are bits that I've gotten from people in my life, like my parents, my grandparents, that have influenced who I am. I am nowhere. I am no. I am not like them in many ways, but I want. I want to say the good parts. A lot of the good parts that made me who I am was definitely influenced by them, and obviously the belief in 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 the in a higher power. Uh, the belief that that uh, there's a higher power out there that has nothing but great intentions and great love for me uh, to influence me. And I think, uh, you know, without telling a whole hour long story, uh, that's, that's a big part that's have influenced me in my life. And I didn't realize that until about, about five years ago when I was speaking on stage. Wow. Wow. And so how did that presentation go for you then when you threw your notes out and stood up there? What was that like and what was the outcome? The out, it was absolutely amazing. Um, I had a lot of people in the room tearing and crying, and uh, and that at that uh, at that conference, I got voted the best speaker at that conference. Mm. Um, and because I was speaking from the heart, I was speaking a true a true story, and I had so many people come up to me and said they related to my story, they understood mm. my journey, and they related to all the struggles. And they just needed to hear that there is a way out of it, even because most of, most of them felt they were in it. Um, and it's just a, it was just a shift for a lot of them. And I'm actually in touch with, I would say, probably a good 20 people from that event still. And their lives are completely changed. And it's just been a blessing to be a part of it. Amazing. So as we begin to sort of bring our conversation to a conclusion, Heather, uh, is there any final kind of thoughts or um, summations you'd like to make out of this conversation? I'm glad you asked that. I mean, I think the, the key things that were coming up for me was the whole thing of just never underestimate your reach and who you're impacting ever and be vulnerable, be real, be honest and the thing I really loved as well that you were saying, Domingo, is just the power of community and, and mentors. Like, you don't have to go at, at this by yourself. There's so many people that have paved the path before, and it's so incredibly important to find that fit, find that person that's going to help you take that next stepping stone. Yeah, I think, I think that's such an important key. Um, in entrepreneurship and, and I remember it's something I'd learned from um, DC Cordova like 25 years ago uh, that's when you were a very young man um, that was even before you were <laughs> delivering pizzas uh, young man um, <laughs> and, and she was talking about when you choose a mentor and it was this was like this has stayed with me for 25 years choose someone who has already done what you want to do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, don't go and get mentored by someone who has a whole bunch of good ideas. Choose to be mentored by someone who has actually achieved what you want to achieve. You know, so you, that it's real in the bones advice that they can that they can offer you. Yeah. And and Domingo, is there any th a final thing that you would really like to say to you know entrepreneurs and budding entrepreneurs that will be listening to this? What's a, your final kind of piece of wisdom that you would like to pass on? 
Um, really that you've just began the, the chapter, the first chapter of your life. Um, there's so much ahead of you and there's so much of that is unwritten. There's so much that's so possible by the influence that you're going to make and, and the power of the words that you have, the power of your being, um, and just your spirit. And so go out there and, and write and, and write that amazing chapter, write that amazing book, make it a bestseller of your life and, um, really go out there and enjoy it and just celebrate all your wins. Celebrate all your wins and, 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 you know, at the end of the day, just love yourself. Mm. Domingo, where can people find out more about you? Uh, they're welcome to go to my website, uh, domingosilvas.com, and um, they can go to my website there and they can join my newsletter um, or they can, um, uh, that's probably the best bet, really, or join me on Facebook. Nice. And you have an incredible resource over there as well. I wanted to draw attention to called the um, it's the eight principles, isn't it? Eight eight universal principles to build a million dollar business, which I think every entrepreneur should have their hands on. Yeah, yes, and uh, <laughs> and we will be reconnecting with Domingo uh, to go further into those eight principles as well. So Absolutely. that's a really nice thing for everyone who's listening. Uh, stay tuned because we'll be doing that very shortly. Yeah. So Domingo, thank you so much for your time, for your wisdom, for your authenticity and your openness. And uh, we wish you continued great entrepreneurial success and may you change many more lives. So thank you for your time today. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone for tuning in. We'll talk to you soon. All right, that's it. And yes, we do have an amazing place for you to come and join the community. It's not the website, though, this time. I think we have somewhere else, don't we, Julian? Ah, ah. I think we do, Hella. <laughs> I think you might be reading my mind. That's right. I'm going to suggest that people come over and join us on our Facebook page. It's so easy to find. All you need to do, go into the search bar, search shine, and you'll see this beautiful, shiny little circle with the words shine in the middle in cursive in white that is the page that you want the shine community we have loads of amazing things happening over there we don't just do our podcast of course we have events and content and online memberships and we you know we'd love to just give you all the most amazing information that we have at our fingertips and make it yours so please come on over hang out with us on facebook 